We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. The Pride Podcast is sponsored by The D-Line, a lifestyle brand celebrated by Detroit and the great state of Michigan. Visit thedline.com for awesome apparel, stickers, and more. Thedline.com for Detroiters made by Detroiters. Brady's got it. Wants to throw from deep in the pocket. Throws deep downfield. He wants to set. It is picked off by the line. Darius Slay's got it. Coming back right side, twenty-five. The throw. Rolls to the right. Stafford throws deep. Got a man out there. End zone. Caught. Touchdown. The Trojans. Yo, what is going on, guys? Welcome back to episode 13 of the Pride Podcast. Uh, I'm Tyler, also known as Lions Nation. I'm Pierre, also known as Detroit Lions fan page. I am Malcolm. I'm with Detroit Lions video page. Our special guest today, we got Mr. Mark Thompson. Mark, how do you feel to be on the Pride Podcast? It feels good, man. Good opportunity, good chance to talk to the people and let them know a little bit more about myself. Did you know you are actually the first guest ever on the Pride Podcast? Oh, no. Everyone else missed out. Yeah, <laughs> yeah they're missing out. Um, all right, but this is my first legit question to you. Uh, what, which one is more, would you count more of an achievement in your life? Uh, being featured on the Pride podcast or signing a contract with the Detroit Lions? That's a tough one. I'll, that's a real tough one, but I might have to say signing a contract. <laughs> okay. I respect that. I respect <laughs> you. <laughs> you know, we don't blame you on that one, man. <laughs> so, uh, Pierre, you want to go ahead and hit Mark with the first legit question, actually? Actually, All, you know, second one. <laughs> all right, Mark. So uh, tell us about your story. There has to be more about Mark Thompson, you know, undrafted kid from Florida. Tell us about you. Uh, yeah, man. Um, so I'm originally from Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, uh, born and raised, uh, coming out of high school. Uh, I was, you know, I was pretty talented. I, I believe so myself. Um, I didn't have the grades. The grades weren't all there. So I had to take the junior college route. Um, upon taking the junior college route, I went out to the middle of nowhere, Kansas, Dodge City Community College. Shout out to DC3. And, um, you know, my my football, you know, sort of took off at that point And all the offers that I would have thought I would have had in high school started to fall in rapidly and all in all you know I went with uh, University of Florida the Gators and um, you know I didn't have the the hottest time there uh, 
on the field and, you know, doing doing what I had to do. But every time, you know, I got on the field, I made the most of it. And, you know, you can't deny film the eye in the sky. So every time I got on the field, I did what I had to do. Outside of football, um, like I said, born and raised in Philadelphia, um, you know, have both parents in my life, very, very supportive, and external family as well. Uh, one half brother, you know, miscellaneous things like that. But all in all, you know, had a long journey to get where I am today. And, you know, I'm proud of myself. And, you know, the journey's not over. You know, we're just getting started. All right. I respect that. That was awesome, that, man. man. That yeah, was awesome. That was cool. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> um, right, Malcolm. Yeah, um, Mark, man. Um, this is Malcolm. I'm from Detroit Lions video page, man. Um, what's the difference between um the NFL and college on a preparation standpoint? Um, I would have to say the difference would be the amount of preparation that you're allowed or you're allotted and able to put in you know there's no class and there's no extracurricular activities things that you had to deal with in college so with that being said all day every day if you're not you know in meetings or walkthroughs you're out on the practice field so that gives you a lot of time to really break down another team's well from my standpoint defense uh, whether it be the front seven the defensive backfield and you know really breaking down player by player in college it was it, was, it wasn't as much on us as it was the coaches. But at this level, you know, it's on you. You have all the time in the world to do your job. So the people who take advantage of it, it shows on Sundays, it shows on Thursdays, it shows on Monday nights. And, um, you know, in college, it was a lot more of if you're more talented and you're putting the ball in your hand, you're going to flourish if you're more talented on defense and you're the guy who's always in the spot to make the tackle, whether it's filling a gap or whether it's, you know, waiting on that that ball carrier to either go through the hole or get the ball, you know, your talent will really take over. The talent threshold in the NFL is so small that if you're not on your P's and Q's at all times, you're probably not going to make it. So I think that's probably the biggest difference between the two. Definitely, man. Definitely. All right. So, Mark, this is Tyler from Lions Nation. So uh, my question to you is, you know, if you said you were born in Philadelphia, was there any running back that you, like, grew up you know, you modeled, you want to be like him or, you know, you want, you know, yeah, I guess be like him, you know, and who was it? I got you. Um, okay. So growing up, um, two running backs that stood out to me and more so, um, the weren't Philadelphia Eagles, unfortunately, um, okay. were Reggie Bush, <laughs> Reggie Bush and Adrian Peterson. I was, okay. I was a bit smaller when I was in high school growing up that, you know, I was more shifty. I believe I have still have a lot of that shiftiness in me, but obviously I've gotten a tad bigger. So Adrian Peterson, seeing how explosive he is, how fast he is, and how elusive he is, he just has a little bit of versatility, a lot of versatility, and has a little bit of it all. And he works on his craft. So I wouldn't say I would model my game after him or Reggie Bush, but I definitely watch them. And I say, you know what? What they do works. So I need to find out what I can do that works. And I feel like I have a unique blend of speed, size, agility, quickness, and even hands that those are two guys who I look at and say, you know what? I can do that too. So wow. I those are who I, you know, who I idolize, I'll say. Well, we, yeah. respect, we respect the Reggie Bush answer. You know, he was aligned for a little bit. He was aligned for a while, <laughs> yeah. yeah. yeah that's true. So, we, so we respect the Reggie Bush. But, you know, Adrian Peterson, 
Yeah, yeah, we don't want to talk about EP really much in here, but (laughs) (laughs) no. To be honest, man, I actually um going back because I actually you know went back and actually saw your preseason when you was in Baltimore last year, and Mm -hmm. I I actually saw a lot of that um Adrian Peterson man the way you make that first man miss man um Mm -hmm. so that that's definitely you know when you said Adrian Peterson I was like you know what I I see it you know see it too I agree with that. Yes, sir. I never let the first man tackle me. That's probably rule number one. Besides, hold on to the football. Definitely. Yeah. All right, uh, Mark. This is Pierre from Detroit Lions fan page. You know, you you had a great preseason with Baltimore, and then you signed on with the their practice squad, and then you signed with the Jets. What uh, what have you learned from your rookie season in the league? Um, I learned, man, I learned a lot. Um, what can I say that's appropriate that I learned? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> just say what's on your mind, man. You can say what's on your mind on this podcast. <laughs> Whoa. Don't. Yeah. I will say that I learned that patience is truly a virtue and, you know, the guys that are there before you, you know, they're, they're going to get, they're going to get their time. They're going to get, <clears throat> they're going to get with, with their dues. They pay their dues. That's one thing I, I really was naive about going into my first season thinking, you know, I'm going to show what I can do on the field. My talent to speak for itself, whether it's special teams or on, or in the backfield. And, you know, it's, it's not always like that. There's everyone has a spot, you know, it's a job at the end of the day. So in order to get on the field, you have to take someone's job. And I learned that, you know, if it's practice squad, a lot of people don't know is following the preseason after the game against the Redskins, uh, Baltimore, when they brought everyone in for cuts, um, I was a last minute decision and they offered me practice squad. And this goes back to me not being patient and not, you know, just just riding the wave. I, I kind of turned it down. And when I turned it down, you know, my head was going through my head is, you know, I did what I had to do. I showed what I could do on and off the field. And I showed that, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm about it and I'm dedicated. And I came up short. So hearing them tell me, you know, you know, we're going to go this direction and we, but we still like to be on practice squad. That's not really what I wanted to hear. Not, not understanding that at the end of the day, that's a job. You know, it's not in college. It's not college anymore. It's not high school. That's a job. I say no to that. You know, I have a lot more problems that are stacking up at that point. And um, that was my main thing that I didn't, I'm not going to say I didn't know, but I didn't, it didn't really resonate with me when I was in that meeting room with the gym. So, uh, man, well, basically, um, yeah, patience is the main thing. Um, and, you know, just wait your turn, put your head down and work. You don't have to talk. You don't have to say how good you are or anything like that, you know, your time will come. And when your time comes, we have to, you know, we have to run off with it. When opportunity comes, you know, the smart man answers. So that's what I learned for the most part. Definitely, man. That Definitely, man. That that's Well, you'll have an opportunity here. You know, only back under contract next year is carry on Johnson. So hopefully you'll got a shot. Yeah, that's yeah, the plan. Man. I got to make the most of every opportunity. Definitely, man. Um, you know, we definitely excited – it's definitely excited to have you here with, with um, the opportunity that you have here, man. But um, another question I have for you, man. Um, you know, we have Jared Davis. You know, we have mm-hmm. Tease Tabor. That's Malcolm's um, boy. Malcolm's yeah, definitely boy my boy, Tease. Um, we have Brandon Powell. Um, how does it feel re- reuniting with um, a lot of your college teammates in Florida? It feels real good. It feels really good. Uh, I know all three of those guys are about hard work, and they have that leadership ability inside of them they you know they do what they do on the field and off the field you don't hear too many things about them um negative at all and positive you know they you know they're pretty low-key about their business and what they do they come to work every day and, and they do that they work 
So it feels real good to be with those guys, knowing that their work ethic is one that I want to mimic and come in and, you know, hop right in line and not miss a beat. Um, I believe I can do that. I know I can do that. But I know with those guys there and having people in my corner who I played with prior to being in the NFL, you know, it's, it's definitely, definitely a good feeling because those are all guys I'm close with at the same time. That's good to hear. Yes, sir. <laughs> all right. So for my, my final question I got for you. So you came from, you know, the Baltimore Ravens and, you know, your little time with the New York Jets. So mm-hmm. you had some, you know, good veteran presence there. Uh, you right. know, Baltimore is a playoff team. So what would I, my question to you, what is the best veteran advice you've ever gotten, you know, since being in the NFL? The best veteran advice I've ever gotten. And who was it from? <laughs> yeah. Uh, huh. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. I would say, hmm. I'll say the best. I'm trying to think. Think of who told it to me, whether it was even a player or a coach. I would have to say it was it was Sizzles, Terrell Suggs. Okay. Okay. Um, okay. Okay. And, Legend and, right there. <laughs> right. And um, his advice was actually a little, I'm not gonna say unrelated to football, but more related to life. And you know, it's gonna sound weird, but I'll break it down. I'll try my best to break it down for you to how I how I took it. And that was um, they used to always call me Rook. Um, Crabtree would call me Uncle Ruckus because I wore a silver chain and I, like, <laughs> that, 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 that amazed him for whatever reason that may be. And you know, it it kind of it kind of got under my skin a little bit. And I told him like, guys, you know, my name is Mark. You know, you can call me Mark. I understand you guys like to mess with people, and you know, I'm somebody who, you know, who who's showing that you know they have some talent. So I'm I'm definitely a guy who y'all want to see the real character of. But my name is Mark and. Terrell told me that, uh, man, you got to earn that. You got to earn your name. And when he said that, it kind of like, what? what do you mean I have to earn my name? And he said, this is like a fraternity, <laughs> man. You have, to, you have to pay your dues. You got to earn the right to be called your name. Whether we call you anything we want or your number, we've been here for years and years and years. We've been through it. So you can't just come in and expect that, you know, you're going to get the respect that you think you deserve. You have to show us that you deserve that respect. And I would say that's the main thing I, that I learned. And it's, um, it's, it's, Honestly, a re- it's really a team sport. You know, everybody has their superstars on their team. You know, the Giants have Odell Beckham, Saquon Barkley. That's just one team we use as, you know, as an example. And those guys showed what they could do. They wouldn't be who they would be now if they didn't prove what they had, could do on the field. You know what I mean? If it wasn't for anybody, any superstar showing what they could do, they'd just be another guy. So the best veteran advice I got is, you, know, you have to earn earn what you deserve, earn what you think you deserve, because otherwise you're just another guy. For sure, man. I respect that. Yep. Yeah, uh, T Sizzle not dropping that knowledge. He's the GOAT. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, this is also this is Pierre from Detroit Lions fan page. Mark, uh, what are your goals for this year as far as like individual goals and team goals? What do you want to accomplish? Um, well, first and foremost would be you know, make the roster. That's the most important goal to me. Outside of that, I don't have any individual goals. My goal and sole goal is to win. I want that to be everyone's goal on the team. I'm sure that already is everyone's goal on the team, whether they're a player, coach, or staff. It's just to win. Simply do what you can every day to to come out with a W. I don't have any individual goals because if we win, all my individual goals, the the self the selfishness turns into selflessness. And when you win, everyone wins. You know what I mean? Facts. Yeah. <laughs> that, that Facts. Detroit just got some chills right now from hearing you say that. <laughs> some of the fans just got some chills. 
Yeah. Um, a lot of our leaders, Mark, they don't like they don't really like to publicly come out. And uh, the way I posted a thing about you, you said, I'm going to bring like everything I got to Detroit. And the fans really appreciated your like your leadership, even though you're like a first year player. They liked how you expressed your leadership. Where do you get that from? Uh, I would say I have to, I've gotten that from, believe it or not, I've, I've gotten that from my father. You know, from an early age, he instilled in me to be my own person and to do what I believe is right. And to not only do what I believe is right, but let others know that, you know, I'm going to do what's right. And I'm going to let you know I'm going to do what's right. And it's your choice if you want to fall in line or it's your choice if you want to go your own way or lead your own way for that matter. So I don't really mind too much who hears me out and says, you know, I like this guy or, you know, I don't like this guy. Because at the end of the day, I'm going to do what I have to do. And no matter, no matter what that is. So I'm always do what's right. I'm going to do what's positive and I'm going to do it the right way. You know, that's one thing we learned in Florida is do what's right. It's as simple as it sounds. For yeah. sure, for sure. Facts. Uh, Mark, last question of the day. Yeah, um, so you played for Harbaugh, you played for Bowles, and you probably talked to Patricia. What do you, uh, what's the difference? Like, you go from a quiet guy to a quiet guy to here to, like, kind of like a tougher guy. Do you like a tough coach, or do you prefer, like, a more lenient coach, kind of? Um, you know, I, I honestly don't think the coach really affects how I, um, how I go about my business, how I come to work every day. Uh, all those guys have their own personalities, and I appreciate all the personalities. You know, Harbaugh is a very good guy. Todd is a great guy. And I haven't met, I haven't talked to Patricia too much, but the things I heard about him, he's a good guy. And he knows what he's doing. He's a smart coach, and he, he loves his players. And at the end of the day, that's all that matters. So, obviously, I'm going to get to know him better, and along with the other coaches and the team and the players, and hopefully the fans. And, um, you know, just show my best side, and I hope, you know, everyone shows their best side, including the coach. But the difference in the coaches – I really couldn't tell you because, like I said earlier, everyone wants to win and no one likes losing. So everyone sort of acts the same when they win and everyone sort of acts the same when they lose, you know, so. Well, for sure, man. All right, Mark, uh, you know, we appreciate you being our first guest on the podcast. It means a lot to all of us. Um, You know, again, the Detroit fan base gets to know you more. Um, I just want to mention one more thing. Your Florida Gators killed, you know, my Michigan Wolverines. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I actually, uh, um, it's, fun, it's funny about that Michigan-Florida game. I don't know if you guys even know or remember, but about, I think, two years Citrus ago. Bowl? The, no, not, no the, the, not the Citrus Bowl. Two years after that would be two years after that, when we opened up the season against Michigan and Dallas. Okay. Yeah. And um, one of the Florida players was saying, "I can't wait to beat the brakes off of Michigan or something like that." Uh, I don't know if you guys remember that. I know ESPN kind of blew it up, and it was on Sports Center, but that was actually me. So I hope no one of the no Mark. Oh, that was you. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know it was you. I hope none of the Michigan fans, you know, are holding a vendetta grudge with me over that. None of the Detroit fans, rather. Um, but you know, I'm a competitive guy, and like you guys said, I like to be vocal and believe in what I believe in so you know, I just want to publicly apologize for that now <laughs> <laughs> tell it you to Graham Glasgow when you see him <laughs> you don't have to worry about that man you're lying now so all that's behind you man you don't have to worry about that yes sir yes sir so yeah we appreciate you being on the podcast uh but thank you guys for all listening to episode 13 of the pride podcast uh I'm Tyler also known as Lions Nation I'm here also known as the Lions fan page I'm Malcolm. I'm with the Detroit Lions video page. And Mark Thompson. Yes, sir. Hey, yes, sir. (laughs) Good work.
All right. Peace All out, right, Lions guys. fans. Peace out. Uh, good night, guys.